All right. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Illumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Join the gamble and Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And I mean, honestly, college football fans, man, y'all should feel y'all should feel pretty good, man. We're giving y'all the most attention out of all of the other podcasts. Basketball fans, we'll get back to y'all in a second. Don't worry. We'll do it soon. Too much, too much happening. Ben Simmons has been too ass not to talk about it. But um <laughs> also, real quick before we get into it, shout out Phillies. Let's fucking go. Shout out to the Phillies in the Let's World go. Series. They won um, game one. They yep. lost game two, but they were close. Yeah. Lost game two, we fought. This bullpen that the fucking Yankees couldn't do shit with. We 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 rocked them. Mm. I don't know if you but um you probably didn't because I wouldn't if my team wasn't in it. No, I mean I saw it on Sports Center. Saw on Sports Center. Bro, Swerber last game almost hit a fucking home run. It just went foul. The next I know. Pit, the next he one, a, he hit it again. Like it. In short, I was like, damn, bro. Like, yeah, like it was like somebody in a hoodie that was celebrating that he had a, a, a home run only to, you know, for it to be a fly out. It hurt. My feelings were hurt. Because that was it right there. If we if it, if it had been five to three, oh, no, nah, they were shook. They'd have been shook. Because mm-hmm. we even started a little rally at the, at the end there. I said, next end. But um, anyway, go Phils, man. It was fun after game one. I ran around the streets. So we're gonna go Phil's back. City is uh vibing. Phil's in a good place. Eagles tonight. But let's get into it, man. Let's get into this college football. I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm just say this. this is my last part about the Phillies. Um if the Phillies were not in the World Series right now, then y'all would be lighting the Sixers up right now because the Sixers have been looking like hot garbage. Yeah, Sixers are dodging bullets. If the Phillies weren't there and if the if the Eagles weren't there, yeah, as well. The Eagles get some credit for, and the Flyers are even good. Is everybody but them? So they kind of catching a break. That's okay. They just can never be the best team in the city. It just doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. It's telling you. Just from from my life experience, it has not once ended well. <laughs> everybody else has done. <laughs> everybody right. else has proved that they can do it. No, I mean. At least make a damn conference finals, anyway. Um, but yeah, let's get let's get into it, man. The first game on the docket, um, we previewed it a little bit. Ohio State, Penn State, Ohio State, man, it was a little dicey there for a little bit. Um, Penn State had a twenty-one sixteen lead in the fourth quarter. When Ohio State came back, drove down the field, and then JT Tua Tua Malaya. Never know how to pronounce it. JT Tui Maloal. Tua Maloal. Yeah, he had an amazing game. He forced an interception, forced a fumble, recovered it, had another sack, had another interception. Did he have two other interceptions? He had two interceptions. He had forced another one. A forced fumble, a fumble recovery. He had a batted pass. He had a touchdown. Man, he just had everything you can possibly imagine and, for a defender. And the like, came an interception. No, he had a bat, a separate batted pass and an interception. Another yeah. interception, a batted pass, like a separate batted pass. Tackles for loss, sacks, touchdown. And, like one of the craziest defensive games I've ever seen out of an edge. That was shades of like. I'll put it like this: if we had any, if that was Will Anderson who did that. 
Mm-hmm. He'd have been in Heisman contention after that yeah, game. For sure. Because keep in mind, because one thing people uh, – I didn't know this until obviously – I didn't know anything about this guy. But um, he's a DN. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the fuck? It, it was shades of like – But I think he played tight end in high school, if I'm not mistaken. That makes sense. So he got hands. So, yeah. It was – um. Awesome it was shades of of Nadama Kensu. Do you remember that performance? Ooh. Again, um, it was it Oklahoma? Maybe Texas. Exactly it was in, it was in a huge game. I think it was in a big Big Twelve championship game. Mm-hmm. But it was like obviously the Nadama Kensu was different because he was actually people were like, well, he should win the Heisman for this shit. Um, and he didn't. I think they gave the same bride for that year or something. Maybe it was a three. <laughs> Either way, it was it was like shades of that. He completely dominated and took over the game. Um, and Ohio State, you know, had, had their struggles here, here and there throughout. But I think the biggest thing was some some clock management stuff. But I'll get into my thoughts in a little. Uh, let's go to Darnell, a resident Ohio State Buckeye fan. What did you think of the game? Oh, man. This is a... Uh... Honestly, this is just one of those games where, as an Ohio State just fan, you're just happy to get a win, honestly. Um, yeah. You come out 14-point favorite. Uh, you win by 13. That's not like – they cover the spread, but you right there. It's not like, you know, the odds maker thought you were going to blow them out by 40 or something. And Penn State always plays us well. And we're in Happy Valley. This is our second true road game of the season. First was Eastern Michigan, so really the first – True road game of the season for Ohio State, if you really think about it, which is crazy to think about being this far into the season. But if this was a night game, it probably would have been a little closer just because that's how it always happens with night games and and playing in Penn State. It's just a difficult place to play. And uh, there was there, there were times where the offense just was – just looked ugly, like – they couldn't. They really couldn't get the run game going early. Lion Williams gets hurt. The backup running back that's been really good as a kind of that two that that combo that combination between him and Henderson. Henderson's been the he's always been the fast guy. Lion Williams is kind of like that bulldozer running back. So to not have him in you know like short yardage situations and it was really tough. Like. And Penn State just get, did a really good job overall of making making CJ Stroud go on long drives, basically. I one thing I kind of saw and keep in mind, I was working because these games are at twelve and I, I'm a busy guy. Mm-hmm. But one thing I kind of saw was a lot of third and five bubble screens. And I was like, a lot, a lot of bubble screens. That's another thing. Bubble screens. And like, it was like, you're just giving them a break at this point. Cause again, they could not stop. And again, keep in mind, I just want to make this fair. I am just watching highlights of this one. Mm-hmm. Another game we'll get to later. I actually did get to watch, but um, I'm looking, I'm like, they can't really stop Marvin Harrison when he runs a slant. No, but so the thing is. Five, are we running bubble screens? Go ahead. That was the thing. Like, it was a lot of bubble screens. And Ryan Day was asked in the press in the postgame about 
why they were running so many bubble screens. Yeah, why are you calling so much dumbass shit? And his response was that running those bubble screens was is part of the run game, and it allows the def- them to get the defense running side to side, so they can get them kind of thinking that they can run side to side or vertical, and it just allows them to do more in the run game and play off of that. But that was his answer. I'm gonna just tell you what he. That was, I'm gonna just tell you what he said. But in watching the game live, the, the bubble screens were not working at all, and. Yeah. Once they were taking it, so basically, anytime they wanted to run a bubble screen, they wanted to throw it to Emeka Ibuka, who's been the second best receiver all year for Ohio State. He couldn't win, and he couldn't win his routes on the outside. So he was pretty much a non-factor all game, except for on one of the last final drives where he had a good reception, mm-hmm. made a big play that led to a touchdown drive, I, I believe. But he was out of the game. Marvin Harrison was the only one who was consistently winning and he had if i'm not mistaken 10 receptions for let's see the stats 185 185 a 37 yarder and he was just being consistent like all game long the only consistent threat offensively marvin fucking harris and <laughs> like so throw him the ball yeah just keep throwing they could not stop it i'm no, looking I'm like oh damn every single rpo slant they run he's not only is he open Mm-hmm. He's like wide open. I'm like, damn. And it's funny because earlier in the year against Notre Dame, mm-hmm. I'm looking and it, it was this is his first year starting, right? Mm-hmm. Is he a sophomore? Yep. Insane. That's insane. Um, but so it's his first year starting. So against Notre Dame, maybe his part jitters. Maybe he just him and Stroud didn't have that connection in real time yet. But I'm looking, I promise you, this is my thought. And I'm like, is he just here because of his like dad's name? You know what I mean? Mm. And as the season's going on, he's gotten a little, he's gotten better, better, better. Until this game, bro, he was dominating the entire other than JT, obviously. On offense, he was dominating. And he looks like, well, damn. He looks like Amari Cooper, like I call him the best receiver in the country. I think he looks like the best receiver in the country. It's other good backs in the country. I, don't know I mean, about other that. good receivers in the country. I'm not gonna say that they aren't good. I'm not taking away from any anybody, but that guy is a stud. Like that's just my He's whole overall point is that guy's good at football. Only guy I would say is better. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe the smallest family, Jalen Hyatt. I don't know, man. No, nah, that dude's a b- only reason is because he's a bomb threat. Man, that's 14 yeah, so touchdowns. Marvin Harrison. Bro, 14 touchdowns already, bro. Marvin Harrison has 10. 10 is cool. 10 is good enough for second. I remember we're talking about a sophomore here. I I said he's the second best receiver in the college football. What you want from him? He just doesn't have 14. He also, in fairness, didn't do it to Alabama. The man Hyatt had four touchdowns in Alabama, bro. Yeah. I'm just no. Marvin Harrison didn't play Alabama. <laughs> like you can't say that. Like, that's not fair. All right. So anyway, um the, the, the bigger bigger thing is I think for me, mm-hmm. it was interesting because again the bubble screens, like you're kind of pointing to, alluding to, it made no sense because 
it's not like Penn State was, and again, tell me I'm wrong, it's not like they were getting ridiculous pressure. No, I don't think they were getting ridiculous pressure, but I think they were getting pressure. Um, I think it's just part of it. It's just I, I think that they just didn't feel comfortable just giving the ball to Travion Henderson every play, which they really should have when you really think about it. Instead, or or like you said, give it to Marvin Harrison on those, those third and fives. But instead, they were trying to get to the bubble screen. Running game. bubble screens. I love screens, but you can't run on third and five when your quarterback is probably going to be first overall. And you think, like you, I'm sure they agree, they at least have one of the best receivers in the country. An offensive line that's not getting really dominated. And Abuka's still there, Stover. It's a pretty good game. It's like, I think they kind of gave Penn State a lot of momentum that they didn't need to do unnecessarily. One other thing they did is right before halftime, they just got greedy. They got greedy before halftime. They didn't kick the field goal. Um, Stroud took a sack with like eight seconds left. The clock runs out. It was really bad. It's like, oh, we could have just went in with the lead, but no, we wanted to score a touchdown. And that's going to happen, I think, with a team like Ohio State sometimes who's used to blowing people out. I, I think that you said this earlier in the year, and I kind of thought it was bullshit. But I, this and this this aspect, I agree. Mm. I think it's good that they had this kind of game. Absolutely. And I I, I want to make this very clear. First off, we got the um, official college football uh, playoff committee rankings coming out mm-hmm. Tuesday. So we'll see what they say. I still think. I don't know. I don't know. I would still have Ohio State over Georgia. Okay. But you would have Tennessee, Tennessee over both, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. <laughs> this Tennessee fucking team. Um, but do you have any, any anything else on Ohio State? Because I do want to. No, I don't want to make it a big Ohio State podcast. This isn't that week for that. Um, they had a, yeah. a game where it was just really about JT on the defensive end, Marvin Harrison off on offense, and – they made it happen, but credit to Penn State. They played a, played a really good game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to say this really quick. Um, um, Darnell, uh, Russell Wilson went down the field, scored a touchdown. Denver I'm watching it right now. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at his pen. That was just hilarious. Yeah, I was watching. Oh, yeah, on the on uh, Trickster Watch, but um, <laughs> Trickster Watch. Yeah, Trickster Watch 2022, baby. Trevor Lawrence, you are a trickster. And I think that's the thing. Just to to piggyback off that real quick, with mm-hmm. Stroud, I think he's really good. But I really think you have to be able to run. Maybe not to win a national championship. It's more of an NFL prediction. Projection. I think you have to be able to run in the NFL now. I think there's no way around it. Unless you're like Tua and you have like Tyreek Hill. But even then, and I didn't watch the game last week, you kind of see him struggle. So we'll get more to that later if we ever do an NFL podcast again. But <laughs> but yeah, um, let's get to it, man. The other, I would say, um, we'll get to some of these bigger games. Uh, Tennessee 
play Kentucky. And they smacked them dudes. 44 to 6. Um, Kentucky was ranked 15th. So they were ranked 19th. Um, they have some quality wins. And I mean, they, they played Ole Miss close. We're seeing Ole Miss kind of slip. I mean, I'm not going to say Kentucky's a great team. I don't even necessarily want to say they're necessarily maybe on Penn State's level. I think Penn State's probably better. But Kentucky does have weapons. They have Will Levis. Um, his stock is dropping. And I don't even think it's necessarily his fault. I think he just has no help around him. But they forced him into three interceptions. He struggled. Tennessee won 44 to 6. Hennon Hooker played a perfect game. Um, 245 yards passing, three touchdowns. Hyatt, again, I think he's the best receiver, whatever. That's football. 138, two touchdowns is doing what he's been doing all season. And I got more takeaways. But Darnell, any quick thoughts on that one? Um, not really. I was uh, I was coming into the game expecting a little more out of a little more fight out of Kentucky. Maybe that was just me overrating them. I don't know, but I, I mean, don't was, have any. Nothing. I don't. I didn't learn anything new about Tennessee that I didn't already know. But they're just reaffirming that offensively, at least, and maybe even defensively, I haven't been giving them enough credit. Be to hold will leave us to six points. Yeah. That they're they're explosive offense. And in a shootout, they probably beat 98% of the country. But I just like to see it first against you know, I, I like just I just they have a big matchup next week against Georgia, basically. Three weeks ago. I mean, just because you got to – I'm just saying, like, is, is that is that not like – is that a knock to say they have offense that could probably beat 98% of the country? No. I'm just saying they got a big matchup next week against Georgia, and – That's going to be good. I'm, I'm going to give – I have to wait and see one more – like, there's no reason for me to make any proclamations this week when I know next week is what it's all about for them, at least, in their season. Here's what I will say. Um, Tennessee mm -hmm. continues to get better every week. And I think they're the only team in the country that you can say that they consistently have been getting better every single week. I'm not, that's not a bad take. For that, and for that reason alone, right now, personally, we'll get into Georgia in a little bit. I would have Tennessee one, Ohio State two, Georgia three. Just based off what I've been saying. Who do you have four? Who do I have four? Mm-hmm. Um, Bama. I just – Michigan just can't explode on anybody. I'm watching them play Michigan State. It's just there's no – there's no – you've got to be able to score with these teams. This year, that's the only reason I have Georgia three. I don't. Georgia's defense isn't quite the same, mm -hmm. and I think I just think you gotta be able to score with these teams this year. I think that's just the season we're saying. Took a little bit for us to figure it out. But Ohio State, we've seen them just hang fifty on everybody. Um, 
Georgia's getting it going on offense. Tennessee just puts up 40 on every every team they play, literally, except for Pitt, 22. Um, and even Florida, they had 38, but that game was pretty much under control. And Michigan, I mean, Michigan did put up a lot of points against Penn State last week, but it's just, for me, it's them I got to see it. So I'll put, I'll put Bama four. Michigan five, obviously subject to change. Next week is a huge week for a lot of teams. Um, and we'll get into why that is. But, yeah, that's what I would uh, say right now. But as far as Tennessee, they just keep getting better. This game, what was interesting to me was they were running the ball very effectively. Um, they're extremely balanced. The defense, like you kind of said, I didn't expect them to be able to do what they did. Mm-hmm. So even the defense getting better and when we look back at the earlier weeks um them only letting up 13 to lsu very impressive now they have a sixth spot obviously alabama gassed them um so we'll see like you said we'll see a lot next week but i just think i i think right now Mm-hmm. I think it got Tennessee. It's going to be tough. They're going to be on the road, too. I just looked at. I'll take Tennessee. But um, real quick, Georgia, they end up beating Florida 42-20. to We saw their offense show a little bit of spark. Um, Bennett with 316 yards passing. They got the running game going a little bit with Edwards and McIntosh. Um, they had a big league. Obviously, Blake Bowers, monster, 73-yard touchdown catch. Ridiculous. Um, they made the comparison. I don't think it's false at all. He looks like – literally looks like Travis Kelsey, at least a college version of him. It's basically unstoppable. Um, so, we'll see. But I don't think, again – and no one thinks this, so I'm not saying anything ridiculous. I still think Bennett is Mahomes. So let's see if you if you really, really bracket them. If a good team really brackets them, I don't think the running game is quite the same. I don't think the defense is quite the same this year. But we're going to find out. Georgia, look at the schedule, man. They did beat Oregon. But I think as time goes on, Oregon's another team that just keeps getting better every week. As we really delve into schedule, they haven't played anybody. So we will see what happens. We really will. It's going to be very interesting. I'm taking um, Georgia. Taking Georgia? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Yeah, I feel I'm like... taking Georgia for right now. That's where I feel right now. I'm just going. I just I think Tennessee's better. I just think Tennessee's a better team. Like how you're like, you have to see them score on someone. I got to see someone stop Tennessee. I got to see that first. I just want to see them score like that on Georgia. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's play calling the schemes or anything like that. But for some reason, Tennessee just has people running wide open down the field against every single team they played. And until I see someone do something about that, I have them in my mind as an LSU. As an LSU with Burrow. It's literally what it looks like. It looks like the same shit. We'll see. For sure. I could be wrong. One week I might have egg on my face. That's just what it looks like. 
<laughs> and if Georgia wins, it's not like I'm saying Georgia's trash. Georgia, he's going to win. I do think you're not going to like this, but I do think that it's an unfortunate position. But whoever wins this game, I would have as the best team right now. College football. Sure. Not so. bad at that. I mean, if you obviously, if you beat Georgia and Alabama in the same season, then you're going to get that credit. I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on Georgia winning? Is that it's pretty standard? Kind of expected it. Yeah, pretty expected. Um, I didn't expect. Well, not that I didn't expect Anthony Richardson to score twenty, but I didn't really expect him to score twenty. But yeah, they were down. Georgia scored. Yeah, no, Georgia scored forty-two, and that was expected. And it probably wouldn't have been forty-two if. Obviously, if Brock Bowers didn't have the best, one of the most, like, crazy catches on the sideline. Like, to be able to have the wherewithal to tip it to yourself like, as many times as he did to catch that on the sideline was crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. No no real big thoughts on Georgia this week. He's a dog. Um, Another team might have thoughts on Michigan. Maybe Michigan State 29-7. to It was boring. I wanted to believe Michigan State could do something, but they suck. Mel Tucker, shout out Mel Tucker getting the bag right in time. Oh, yeah. You talking about tricksters. Boy, Mel Tucker fits the bill. Yes. They're her <laughs> ultimate trickster, Mel Tucker. Yo, I'm not mad at it. So I saw somebody tweet that he looked like he should be the coach of Bill, uh, Bishop Sycamore, which is <laughs> hilarious because he kind of does. <laughs> That's crazy. Cook my man, Mel. Fuck it, man. Get your bag. He'll come up at some small school. He'll figure out how to, you know, run an offense and not just be a tough guy at some point. Yeah, but uh, just thoughts on this Michigan game. No real thoughts on the game. But I did see on in the aftermath of the game where they kind of – it was like a scuffle in, a, in the locker room. Well, not in the locker room, but in the tunnel. Going to the locker room between the two teams. Yeah. It wasn't even really between the two teams. It was just like one singular Michigan player got jumped by Michigan State players. <laughs> and it was like, yo, this is kind of crazy that they got this on tape. And yeah. Damn. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a big showdown between Michigan and Ohio State. They're both gonna be undefeated. And until then, these games aren't they don't hit the same, man. It's all like because we all see the collision course that's going that's happening. So yeah, there's two big ones. Yeah, two big ones, and there might be another small. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, real quick, I'll run through them. Tell me if you have any thoughts on these. TCU beats West Virginia, forty-one to thirty-one. Oops. Oregon beats Cal, forty-two to twenty-four. Um, so any thoughts on either one of those two games? Not really. Oregon, no. yeah, Oregon, impressive. Um. They remain. Oregon's just in a tough position of having lost to Georgia. So I think even if Georgia loses once, mm-hmm. kind of like, well, I think, and it's going to be tough because Georgia's not even going to play. But then you'll still be like, well, I mean, can you really put Oregon over Georgia? Like, Clemson, the team that we all want to lose by week this week. Um, so no, no Clemson slander, fortunately. Um, Wake Forest dubbed forty-eight to twenty-one. Oklahoma State, 48-0. A couple of losses for those two top 10 teams. 
So you can move them on up out of there. Any thoughts on that? Nope. Cool. That's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much all we got. We got um, uh, USC and Arizona. Caleb Williams had five touchdown passes. Impressive game for him. Uh, that's just all I got for that one, but just thought that was pretty impressive. And, yes, and I and just like as we wrap this up, or how whenever we wrap this up, I just want to get this out the way. I'm going to give my top four, and my top four, I think, is going to be on Tuesday. I think that the committee. Well, or this is what, yeah, is I'm gonna give what I think. Four, I'm gonna give what up? I think is gonna happen, and I'm gonna give my personal top four. So I think they're gonna have Tennessee one. I think they're gonna have Georgia two. I think they're gonna have Ohio State three and Michigan four. My personal top four, I would have Georgia one. Really? Yeah, I'll have Georgia one. I would have I would have Tennessee two. I'll have Ohio State three. I would have and then yeah, yeah, I'll 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 have Michigan four over Clemson, probably. I'm at Bama four. Fuck fuck both them teams. I can't put them over over two undefeated. You can't. I can't. I can't have three SEC teams in my top four, bro. That's more what it is. I can't do that. That's not I, college football. Because I think the, this is going to play out. It's like the truth to whatever, dude. To be unfair. That's like saying the NBA Finals should be it should be a game between the Celtics and the Bucks. It's not fair. It's a whole Western Conference. That's not. That may not be the best example, but still. No, it was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Even look at football. Who's the three best teams in the NFC right now? NFC is the Eagles, yeah. and everybody else sucks. I would say Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. Uh, yeah, probably so. It's how how it happens sometimes, man. <laughs> that being said, I could be gassing up Alabama a little bit, so maybe I just I just don't think I don't think Michigan or Clemson on either side of the ball really. I shouldn't say that. I think Michigan can. I, I think, think Michigan Clemson can run the football. Yeah, I think Michigan. I just, I just don't see it. I don't know how far you can run the football. Like, I don't know realistically. I don't know how good their defense actually is, and that's only something we're gonna find out against Ohio State. My only, my whole thing with Michigan is this: I'm nervous for Michigan and Ohio State as an Ohio State fan because it's Michigan, right? But do I think Michigan does anything in the college football playoff? No. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think Clemson does either. I don't either. I think Alabama could. That's why. I think so. Just especially mm-hmm. just just because Bryce Young's better than DJ ULA to me. Yeah, 
Exactly. Jalali or however you pronounce it. I can never pronounce everybody's name right. Yeah. And Clemson's defense is legit, but I mean, you've got a bench quarterback. Is what it is, man. Yeah. So next week, man, let's quickly preview. We talked about it nauseum, but Tennessee, Georgia, we already made our picks and everything. 3.30. Alabama, Tennessee has been game of the year so far. This definitely can rival it, rival it. Um, at Georgia, it's going to be insane. This is kind of starting to remind me of that. You remember the Big 12 mm-hmm. when they had, like, the Texas Tech, Texas, Oklahoma year? Yeah. It's kind of what this feels like. Where you got three teams buying, it's a little di- it's different, obviously, because there's four there's four spots now. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the feel that I'm getting. Um, damn, I wish we had a 14 playoff back then. That would have been lit. Pretty Give me Graham Harrell, Michael Crabtree in the playoffs. But anyway, man, <laughs> um, that we already talked about that nauseum. Another game, I think, is huge. It's not a really big. I mean, Michigan plays Rutgers. They should win that one. Um, you guys play Northwestern, forty. Um, but another big game, man. Alabama going to 18th ranked LSU. Brian Kelly has fixed things there. Any chance LSU upsets Alabama? I'm gonna say no, but this is one of those games where you just gotta watch to see how it plays out. And I'm definitely gonna be tuned in because, yeah, it's is it a 3 30 game? It's, oh, it's a seven o'clock, so yeah, I'm gonna be watching that one for sure. Night game at LSU. Yeah, I'll watch that over NC State Wake Forest. I <laughs> I think that um yeah, both those teams lost this week anyway. Plus fuck the ACC. I think that it's gonna be really close for a half. I do think Alabama ends up winning, but I think they get scared in this one. Definitely think LSU the rocking. Brian Kelly does have things rolling. Um, Jamie Daniels, I think, he's, I think he's explosive enough to definitely cause problems for Bama. They have 35 a game. It's impressive, so we'll see there. Um, I just want to say I hope TCU loses to Texas Tech at 12. <laughs> and then... And we got something new. I got something new for you guys. Okay. This is the first time ever, maybe the last, but it's definitely the first time ever. And I'll say this out loud, but definitely on this podcast. Okay. I hope Notre Dame wins this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was funny. I don't even know who Notre Dame plays yet. Who they, they play? play Clemson. Oh, they do play Clemson. No wonder you want them to win. That makes so much more sense. But yep. it's still funny that you said that. Yeah. Shout out to Notre Dame. Hold it down against Clemson. Yeah, hold it down. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I'll point out as well, because I know. The game is weeks away. We didn't talk about this. A couple weeks away, but Illinois versus Michigan. It could be Michigan. Just two teams that run the ball. I, I was looking at that game, actually. Uh, Illinois is 
looks like one of the going to be one of the tougher matchups for Michigan on their schedule. So that's going to be one to watch out for if you're looking at Michigan for potential upsets before Ohio State. And I think that's got that's really the only one. Yeah, I would say next week is going to be great. The week after, eh. Mm-hmm. Louisville could be Clemson too. I think Clemson's going to lose, dude. The more I look, the more I look at this shit, Clemson probably going to lose one of these games. TCU could lose. I think TCU and and Clemson both going to lose. I do. TCU plays Texas. Texas can definitely beat them. Next week actually has two weeks from now. Sorry, has high upset potential. I'm looking week at week twelve. You talking week twelve, right? Come on, week eleven. Oh, okay. Week twelve does too, but week week eleven seems like I'm gonna be one of those weeks. Oh damn! A couple teams fall and you don't really expect it. Week twelve mm-hmm. is going to be an ACC. It's going to be a packed twelve week. Week twelve, you got Tennessee playing uh, South Carolina. That might be a good one. I think Tennessee might smoke them, but hey, it might I don't be know. You got it Illinois, be... Michigan too, but. But that, it's a big – I say it's a big Pac-12 week because you got Utah, Oregon that week. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. USC, UCLA. Yep. Yeah. That's lit. Yeah, that's true. It's fire. Yes, it is. But, hey, man. I'm excited, man. College football continues to, you know, rev up. Oh, my gosh. You all right over there? Yeah, I'm just I'm just reading stuff. Your man Kyrie, man. Oh yeah, man. Bad, right? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder when mm-hmm. Dom stops defending him. I think this might be it. Nah, I doubt it. He's probably dug in too deep. How often can you defend someone who just starts to prove that they're not a good person? Like, I think his his big problem is he's not as he's not as smart as he thinks he is. So he really speaks on issues that he probably is a little uneducated on. So he which makes is himself, strange because yeah. I think Dom is smarter than he thinks he is. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why. You know what I mean? Yeah. He vibes so much with Kyrie. Because Dom will say stuff, but he'll never say something fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's true. Kyrie is now promoting ridiculousness. Yeah, that's true. And it's not just now. He has been doing it, but. Either way, some will a different guy, man. Yeah, been that way. Some will definitely touch on BM, man. Had a lot of fun on this one. Our other podcast, we didn't forget about you. We're just tired, but um, we'll definitely (laughs) (laughs) get back to you. But yeah, man, for Darnell, this was Demetrius, and uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed, man. Later. Double D's, deuces, deuces.